but I believe like having some sort of a system is going to help you feel like some weight lifted off your shoulders. If everyone knows their duty and their job in the family, it's going to help you feel less overwhelmed. Hey mamas, do you ever get tired of trying to be the perfect mom or wonder how you're gonna make it through the day? I know I do. I'm Kendall Yanez, a mom of two, a recovering perfectionist and a people pleaser. Sorta, I'm still a work in progress. Being a mom is the most rewarding but hardest job you can have. Behind every kid is a mom who believes she is failing. If you're looking for a fun and safe, judgment-free community of mom to talk about all the good and bad that comes with this crazy, most beautiful thing called motherhood, you're in the right place. I have built a community that will be perfect just for you. I am no expert, but on this podcast, we will get real and honest. I interview moms in different walks of life. They all have different stories to share and advice to give. Rather you need advice, you're looking for clarity, or you just need a good laugh with some girlfriends, that's what we're here for. So let's walk through motherhood together. Welcome to my podcast, Mama, You're Doing Great. Before we start laughing, crying, and feeling all the emotions as mamas like to feel, please take a second to hit that subscribe button to this podcast so you can come back and hear more mom friends share their stories. Also, if you haven't already, make sure you follow me on Instagram at Kendall Yanez. Don't forget to check out mamayourdoinggreat.com to shop and to see how you can get inside the community and connect with other mamas just like you. Let's get started. Hey, hey, mamas. Welcome back to another episode. Today is a solo episode. It's just going to be me and my newest member of the family, Canyon. Those who know me know that I had a chocolate lab for 12 years with my husband and I swore I would never get another dog. Well, that didn't last long. This one is a golden doodle. So the only way I was getting another dog is if it did not shed. So now we have a new member in the family and she's hanging out with me today in the closet while we record. So if you hear a little squeak, that's what it is. But so today we are talking about how not to feel so overwhelmed and behind in life. Everything I talk about today can go for throughout the year. Yes, there are two times a year people said new goals. Let's start fresh. Like it is going to be the new year in January and most people back to school time. That's kind of when we refresh, we restart, we start new goals, new habits, new structure. And right now is back to school time. So I thought it would be a great time to do one of these episodes because if you're anything like me, you can get overwhelmed and overstimulated with just life in general. Like if you have multiple kids, multiple activities, you work a full-time job, you're married, you have church events, you have, you volunteer the PTO, you get all these emails, you know, about this kid doing this. Can this kid do this? You get a text, hey, we got a birthday party this weekend. It's just always something going on. While all of these are great things and they're all fun to do, but you also have laundry, cooking, cleaning, keeping your household in line, right? So as moms, as women, I think that we get overwhelmed unless you are 
fantastic at being organized, time management, and some of y'all might go up and down in that. Like, that's kind of like me. I can be, like, thriving in an area, and then I'm struggling in one over here. Like, that's just life. You're going to go up and down on things. And today, I just want to share, like, some things that have worked for, like, our family and just starting kind of a new season, which is back to school. This is kind of what we've started getting back into the routine of summer was no morning routines, after school activities, and no in-betweens. So here are some tips that I am sharing with you that you can take throughout the whole year. One of my first things that I feel help with our family is if my husband is aware of what is going on. So I make a weekly calendar. I'm not good at it every Sunday, but I really try to stick to it, especially like if I I didn't do it and he starts asking me, what are we doing today? What are we doing tomorrow? I'm like, oh gosh, okay, did I do that calendar? Let me get it out. Some people do it on the phones. Do it. We have it on our phones and we have shared calendars, but we also do like just markers and on a dry erase board. And I'm like, Monday, you know, we got Lane doing this. You got to pick up. I'm working or whatever it may be. We got baseball tryouts, dance, whatever your life looks like. So a weekly calendar where everyone can see it. So I color code it like between the kids, drop-offs and pickups, like kids, each kid has its own color and then each parent has its own color. And then just like having products, lunches, sports activities, like I even put like what we're having for dinner that night. And then mom and dad's work schedule, the locations, the times, the meetings, if you know, your spouse needs to know those things. If you are like us right now, we only have one car. So the past few weeks, and we probably have another week or two sharing one car. So we're like, okay, my husband works from home. So we're lucky for that. But then he needs a car for this meeting. So we have that all on the calendar. So do what works for your family. Try different systems that will work. But I believe like having some sort of a system is going to help you feel like some weight lifted off your shoulders. If everyone knows their duty and their job in the family, it's going to help you feel less overwhelmed. Okay, number two, prioritizing what is most important that day. So I like to do this like at nighttime or first thing in the morning. I will write like what is the top most like two or three most important tasks that need to be done today. Because like our to-do list is never ending, right? Like we're always thinking of things that need to be done. We need to buy this birthday gift. We need to organize the pantry. Like we need to do homework. We need to do whatever it is on your list. The list goes on, okay? And I do like a brain dump list where it's just like everything is on my brain and I just start jotting everything down, okay? Then I kind of keep that brain dump list in my phone or on a piece of paper and I start over on that piece of paper quite often especially once I get majority of that stuff done because most of those little things they just happen kind of naturally in the seam of life but if it's like flooding your mind you're overwhelmed by it like just jot it down then you feel like okay I won't forget it it's written down and I go through okay like what has to be done today rather that is like the deadline for tryouts is this Friday. Okay, I need to get that done this week. I need to pay this bill by this deadline. That needs to be done this week. I need to book a doctor's appointment that I keep putting off and putting off and putting off. I'm going to make that a priority today. 
this week. So those are things that I think are very, very important to do because if you just keep adding that to that to-do list and you feel like you're not like being able to cross something off or check something off your list, it's because you don't know what to do. Like there's so many days I have woken up or I'm like halfway through the day and I'm like, what did I get done today? Like, what am I doing? What is something that I have to do today? And I think it's like when you can go to that list and you have like your top three bullet points, it's like, okay, I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm not going to just sit there and brain fog and just have no idea what I'm doing or like sit and scroll on my phone and just waste time. You know, sometimes those things are good. Sometimes that's fine to do, but like you have to know what's important because then you will feel like you've accomplished something. And like for me, if I don't accomplish something at least once a day, I just feel like I'm behind. I'm overwhelmed. I'm late on something and I start to get really frustrated and I kind of take it out on my family sometimes and then I'm like whoa what's the problem here and it's like okay what have we done today? Have I done what I need to do for me today? So that kind of goes into like my third point making time for yourself. Mama let's just talk for a second. Some days we feel like we are rocking in motherhood and other days we feel like we just can't catch a break from one fail after another. But just imagine, you can be patient, present, and enjoying motherhood again. You could feel the joy in knowing today is a new day and whatever mistake I made yesterday, those were lessons and I will be able to put them in practice today. You will feel appreciated, heard, and not so alone and feeling like you were the bad mom. I know these feelings feel impossible to feel some days, but mama, you can get there. You can stay there more often than not. There are so many other mamas out there going through the same thing you are or have been through what you're going through and can relate to your situation. That is why I created a mama community for mamas that need and want more support, more encouragement, more in-depth conversations, more clarity, and more confidence as a mama. Inside, you'll get relatable, real, and safe conversations with other mamas, a place to bring your worries and your questions to talk about all the good, bad, and beautiful things that motherhood brings. Moms, you need a safe, fun, and judgment-free zone to be yourself and to be reminded how great you are daily. What do you say, mama? You ready to gain more confidence as a mom and not feel so alone in motherhood? Head on over to mamayourdoinggreat.com backslash community and you'll get connected with other mamas just like you. Self-care is number three because it is, it really should be number one, but it is so, so important. Like I know if I did not either do my devotional, wake up early and put my clothes on before the kids are up, get a little workout in or read a book or watch a show that I wanted to do or me and my business that I'm starting like do something for that like that I feel like accomplished on my end something that feels my bucket up I get really really down on myself and get really overstimulated with life and so being able to check off something that like you have for you is like such a win in my book that is a huge huge thing for me I try to set goals for myself like each week for like my mental health, whatever that is. Like, hey, I'm going to eat healthy at least four times this week. Or I'm going to wake up five minutes earlier each day this week so I can brush my hair in peace. Or I'm going to go to bed five minutes earlier this week so I can get some extra sleep. 
whatever you feel like you are needing that you are really, really struggling with and you need it for like your mental health and your self-care, try to start with like a small goal and then keep going on that week and then the next week you can start a new goal like add another goal it's kind of like a tier like if you add four or five goals or once in your life to try to help yourself be a better person have a better mindset be a happier person if you do all like try to change several things at once you're going to fail at a few of them that's just reality like have it take time to build and if you even as simple as getting the lunches ready for the night before like that could be a new habit that you want to start and like just let's add that this week next week we're gonna add another thing that's gonna help me out or help my family out like each week add a new goal do not set three or four new goals or new habits in one week because then you're just gonna feel like a failure and you're gonna feel like you have to start over so just pick one thing each week that you're gonna try to do for yourself or to better your family and y'all's happiness and work on that one thing for that one week and then the next week you can do the next goal the fourth thing that I started implementing about six months ago is laundry and the dishwasher so Depending on how many you have in your household, I definitely recommend that you do laundry like every day, every other day, every third day at the most. Like, and everyone's different, right? Like you could have your system and that does not work for you. And that is totally fine. This is just something that I have learned that works for our family. And I feel like every third day is about like what is good for us. I don't know about you, but like I don't have six hours and one day to do laundry. Like I just feel so behind when like we wash half the day and then we like for me it's like it sits there and then it gets wrinkled and then they don't get folded or they don't get put up and it's like between activities and being exhausted and then like the phone I'm like I have to put my phone away when I'm doing laundry because I'll like I'd rather text my friend or I'd rather do this and then the laundry will take hours so like me it's like if I start a load every say third night that next morning I can get up and I, or right after work that next day, it'll take me like 15 or 20 minutes because it's not overwhelming with how much clothes it is. So it's like, okay, that's a little bit more realistic for our family than having all day Sunday do laundry. Whatever works for your family is what works. And if you already have a system, you do that. But if you're kind of feeling like you're overwhelmed with laundry and you're always behind, like try that. See, try it every other day try every fourth day whatever just try different things and see what works I just know like depending on the week that is what we have found that works the best for us and even the same with dishwasher like running it almost we run it almost every night if not every other night and then unloading it before you start dinner because I There's nothing more frustrating and tiring than like you cooked a meal, then you have to get kids down and you have extra, extra, extra dishes now because it's like you have the clean dishes and then you have a lot of dirty dishes. So it's like if you already get the clean dishes out of the way, then start dinner or if one person's cooking, the other person do the dishes. And again, if you have kids that you trust to help you, give them a task, like make it a game. Let's put some silverware away. Let's put these Tupperwares away, like whatever it is, like Make it where it works best for your family. Number five, a good solid morning routine is 
what's going to help your week feel so much smoother. It helps everyone in a good mood. It helps everyone come together as a family. And again, you feel like you are accomplishing something for the day. So it helps you not feel overwhelmed and behind in life. So five tips that I share for a stress-free morning with the kids is one, it starts with the night before. A good bedtime routine, good night's sleep always leads to a better morning. We lay out our clothes the night before, all of the clothes. That means socks and shoes. Like, I don't know about you, but not finding your shoes is always what makes us late. I know it sounds cliche, but it is the problem or the water bottle. It's always something that you do not think about. Making lunches and backpacks are all packed the night before. Have you ever been feeling down, lonely, like no one understands you or what you're going through? And then all of a sudden you hear a song, a message, or see a quote that makes you feel seen, understood, and relieved with encouragement and joy? Well, guess what? I'm here to do just that for you. Every week, I can send you an encouragement text right when you need it the most. If you go on over to Instagram and DM me the word text, or text the word welcome to 833-264-0911 and you will go straight into my list and you will get a weekly encouragement text straight to your phone from me. It's free and it's easy to sign up. All you have to do is put your name and your phone number to the link that you will get when you text the word welcome. So let me be your biggest cheerleader mama. Go on over and sign up, and I hope to see you in my list and talk to you next week through text. So my son, I started this last year when he was in kindergarten, and I just made it a rule. It was probably about like the second month in because I started realizing the frustration that was coming out, and I didn't know what it was from. And it was because we were running late in the morning. We couldn't find the shoes. The backpack wasn't packed. Why, where is your lunchbox? Where's your glasses? And so I said, okay, when we get home from school, before we start playing, we are going to take our backpack. We're going to unload it. We're going to get our lunchbox out. We're going to get the freezer packs out. We're going to put them in the freezer. We're going to make your sandwich or your lunchable or whatever it is. And if you want this little bonus, if you want to be really extra, you could meal plan on Sunday and just make lunches for the whole week. That might help. We don't do that. I'm not that good yet, but maybe one day. But he just grabs his Lunchable and he puts it in the backpack. I know, don't judge me. We do Lunchables sometimes and it's just the easiest way. One less thing I have to do. And he gets his folder out. I sign his folder. He puts his folder back in his backpack and he hangs it on the hook. His lunchbox goes in. And so the morning, the next morning, he knows. He grabs his lunchbox. He puts it in his backpack and his glasses are right there by his backpack. Like, we have a system. And so that's something that he knows that he has to do before he can go play. And it's really helped. Like, yes, it first few weeks, just constantly reminding, getting, building that habit up. It was kind of frustrating, but now it's helped us so much. And it's just one less thing I have to do as a mom. Then looking at the schedule and the calendar for the next day, just preparing, knowing what we're doing. So if that's dinner plans, you have to take out frozen meal. We have practice right after school, so we need to make sure that we have our practice bag. 
ready to go, put it in the car, or if we're coming home, we have it everything laid out. So we know as soon as we get home, we do our things, do our homework, we get our practice clothes on, and we're out the door. We're not scrambling for finding the cleats, finding the socks, finding the right helmet, pads, whatever it is. And then like meetings, knowing, okay, I have a meeting. We either have to set up a babysitter or the meeting, the kids are coming, so we need to have the activities that they're going to do during the meeting or whatever it is we just are prepared the night before and then waking up before the kids I've talked to so many of my friends about this and like we're all night owls and so it's like dearie we want to do this right but then it's like we're hanging out with our husband or we get caught up in a show we get caught scrolling on our phones and then we're exhausted the next morning something that has like a game changer for me has been putting my phone across the room. So like setting my alarm so I have to get out of bed to go turn off my alarm versus just hitting snooze right there on the nightstand and then just rolling back over. And then 10 minutes later, it's snooze cycle. And I'm really bad. Like I can hit snooze for an hour. (laughs) Like I know that is not good, but I just do and I love sleep. So I have just learned I have to put my phone away on the other side. So one, that helps me not scroll all night long. And two, it helps me in the morning get my feet on the ground. But waking up before the kids has helped me get my coffee, check my emails, work out, do devotional, be in silence. And it always, always makes my day better. Like always. I've never been disappointed because I worked up early. Just think about it. Like, yes, waking up early sounds dreadful. But if you can get in that routine, you will feel better about yourself. You will feel like you are accomplishing something. Even if the day goes to crap in a handbasket, like you have accomplished something. You got up. You stuck to a routine. And you did something for yourself that day. Sometimes change is hard. And everyday life can be hard. But just starting with a few of these things can help. Remember, start small. Start one habit. Mom, your needs and mental health are so important. Make it a priority. If you see you're frustrated, you're overwhelmed, you feel like you're behind in life, figure out what is making you feel that way. Life happens. You'll break habits. You'll get out of routine. That's okay. Don't be hard on yourself with that. Give yourself grace. Just start again tomorrow. It's a whole new day. These are just some tips that have worked for our family. And it may not work for yours, and that's okay. But try them. Try different things. See what works for your family and make your life thrive. Feel like you and know you are a great mom. I hope this episode helped, and I hope to see you back again next week. Remember, Mama, you're doing a great job. And if you want weekly encouragement texts, Remember, sign up for the link in the show notes and you'll receive a text straight to your phone. Join our Facebook group for community because, Mama, we all need community. I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you can resonate with what you heard. If you want to get more connected with other mamas like you and feel encouraged and not so alone, Head on over to mamayourdoinggreat.com backslash community. Also, make sure to share this episode with a friend that can use some words of encouragement. It would mean so much to me if you would take a second and leave a rating or a review. There will be days you think you are failing, but until next time, remember mama, you're doing great.